Here's the thing. I don't know names of cheeses, but I love cheese. Like, you can put any cheese in front of me, and I'll be like, yes, I'm down. <laughs> does it have cheese in the name? I'm there. Exactly. I don't. Does was it, it at one point a brie, milk? A yes. gorgonzola? I don't give a fuck. Don't tell put me it its name. Me. I don't need its name. I just need it inside me. Gruyere. And that's my dating life. Just kidding. <laughs> You could. <laughs> Here's a fun bit. <laughs> is you set up your dating profile <laughs> as uh-huh. if you're looking I'm for listening. a cheese for oh, you. But, but okay. don't make it obvious. I'm looking Just, for the perfect cheese. Yeah, but don't make it obvious that it, it should still seem like you're looking for like a, a boyfriend, but okay. actually you're looking for a cheese. A cheese. And whoever friend. picks up on it, that's who you're meant to be with because <sighs> he'll bring you cheese okay, on the can, first date. Yeah. When we're done here, we can um, go ahead and reformat. We'll, yeah. We'll set up your profiles and, and we'll take input from listeners. If yeah, anyone if wants to write, write in, in. <laughs> like how can I very subtly tell the dating world in Los Angeles that I'm actually just looking for a cheese man, a cheese, cheese a man who's cheese, made out of yeah. cheese. Yeah. 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 That's right. the perfect man. <laughs> the man that's made out of cheese. <laughs> I'm Shelby. I'm Sam. And this is the the Rom Complex. One, two, one, two, three, four. to our listeners who listened to last week's episode and heard me turn from the charismatic, talkative (laughs) girl that I am to a stuffy mess by the end of that episode. To a stuffy, charismatic. I was like, like, (laughs) Like, that's how I sounded at the end. And I was like, help. uh." You're too hard on yourself. I'm getting better. Yeah. You're too hard on yourself. I can breathe through my nose now. I'm glad. So am I. I'm glad you can breathe through your cute little nose. <laughs> that cute little button Guys, nose. Uh, she said I have a cute little button nose. <laughs> so cute. We watched some movies. We did. Um, we were thinking we wanted to talk about movies that involve a fresh start. Yes, because that is a reoccurring theme in a lot of these rom-coms. It's, right. It's someone escaping their past, and it's someone, you know... Um, Maybe reinventing themselves. Yeah. Or, or They're finding, coming to a new place and finding stuff. a new life that yeah. was hidden within their old life yes. all along. Or the opposite of <laughs> the that. The answer was inside <laughs> all along. I mean, it always, the answer was coming from inside the house. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Help, no, no, one. The real rom com was the friends <laughs> we made along the way. So, I, yeah. This, it's interesting, yes. right? 
a lot of these I feel like have to do with divorce in some mm-hmm. way. I think mine doesn't, but yeah. Okay. Uh, actually wrong it, it does do, do it does it deals with divorce but it's not um because well, no, a lot of these like, are products of like a bad divorce you have right. like eat you, pray love or yes like those kinds of people movies. start over or yes. start start get a fresh start in life after their divorce yes um or some sort of long-term relationship mm-hmm. doesn't work out mm-hmm. and that's interesting that's life, it, it is kind of it seems kind of like a fantasy of like mm-hmm. oh yeah that life is over now you can have everything you've ever wanted well if you think about it too like these types of movies are kind of pandering to those women right it's like right. the, these the, i mean like should think of eat pray love like that was a book that was written not for teenage girls not for you know what i mean it was like written for middle-aged women who were probably in bad marriages and then you're just yeah. like oh wait there's a life after marriage and I mean the same thing with under the Tuscan sun which I'm gonna talk yeah, about yeah you are it, it is it's not a teen rom-com at all no. it's not for younger people the main character she uh finds out early in the movie Yay. uh first thing that her husband's cheating on her uh and, yeah someone tells her that <laughs> this guy whose book she reviewed badly comes Tells up her? he comes up to her and is very aggressive uh, just like scary kind of creepy are. i know but it's not played that way like it's oh. no one reacts to it that way but when i was watching it i was like uh this is creepy he's Weird. coming on a little strong uh-huh. um and he was he said something about how she should you know ask her husband whatever blah 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 that's a dick move i know that's really mean. But it also, how mean is it? It is, it, it was mean for sure the way he told her right. um, to like ask her husband mm-hmm. like what's going on. Uh, and that's how she finds out her husband was cheating on her. Yeah. But also like if you know someone's spouse is cheating on them, is that necessarily a bad thing to do to tell them that it's happening? Clearly, the way he did it sucked, I think it depends. But... I think it depends on how involved you are in right. that relationship. So this was just some random guy who, yeah. she, like, reviewed his book and didn't say great things about it, you know? So he was just, like, upset. And, like, I, I you know, I wonder that, too. Like, if I ever found out that a friend of mine, if I ever, like... Because I feel like that happens in TV shows and sometimes in movies, too, where it's, like, you know, the single friend is, like, out mm-hmm. and she's at a club and then she turns and it's, like, her best friend's boyfriend and he's, like, all over some girl. And you're just, like, what do I do now? Like, how, yeah. you know, and it's, like, this whole dilemma of um, would you tell them? And I think if I was really close with that person, I would I would tell. Yeah, I would tell. Um, if I didn't really know them that well, I don't know that I would because – I don't know you what don't their know, situation is. Right, but even if you know someone well, you don't know what their situation is. Yeah, I would true. I would want to, you know, just to make sure, like, hey, I know maybe this isn't my business and it could be nothing, no judgment, but, uh, but this is what I saw yeah. and I thought it might be information you need, might not, true. I don't know. There you go. True. <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah, if it is a total random stranger, first of all, how are you going to know? Right. Uh, second of all, it, don't you don't need to do it in a shitty way. Like yeah, don't be an asshole about it. I would like, be like, yeah. listen. He was clearly doing it to girl hurt to her. Girl to girl. <laughs> Your right. boyfriend was all over some girl the other day. Yeah. <laughs> and she didn't look anything like you. <laughs> so it wasn't you. Right. Yeah. 
<laughs> what if it was? What if your friend? What if you show like, up to tell up. her, <laughs> and she looks completely different, and you're like, "Wait a second." <laughs> uh, that was actually we just role play. I wear costumes. Yeah. <laughs> and we meet at a bar. You know, a friend of mine who was just in town last week. Um, she was like flying back to. She lives in Portland, and she was flying back to Portland. She's like, "Yeah, I have a date tonight." I was like, "You have a date?" And she's like, "Yeah." So my boyfriend, he has this like fantasy that when we spend a lot of time apart from each other. So she had been mm-hmm. traveling for like a little over a week and a half or whatever. So I hadn't seen each other in like a week and a half. And so she's like, "Yeah, that would like that I get back and then I get ready and then we just meet at a bar, but like we act like we don't know each other." Yeah, that's <laughs> and I was like, cute. "That's cute. I like that. I want to do that." Yeah. <laughs> I'll do anything. Someday. Hey, I'll I'll try anything. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Shelby will try anything. Uh huh. At least once. One time. Maybe twice. Uh, drugs. Depends on the vibe. <laughs> sex step murder. Ooh. I'll try that one time. Ooh. <laughs> now I'm scared. <laughs> you should be. <laughs> Is this good podcasting? I don't know. Sure, why not? <laughs> so under the Tuscan yes. sun, she gets divorced, very upset. Mm-hmm. He takes, he like p- buys her out of their fancy house. Fun. In like a really depressing way. Yeah. Like she, she, she had been supporting him on a very meager salary while he wrote his book. Oh God. Which is like, oh my God. You never even see this guy on it. And then he's cheating on her. So he wants alimony because Uh. she supported him. And then they, but he also wants the house that's worth like a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And it's because his, his affair partner who is pregnant now wants the house. So he buys her out of half. I know. What a miserable thing to find out. Right. And uh, buys her out of half the house. So she has all this money. But she's still, she's like super depressed. And her BFF, Sandra O. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. Um, I love Sandra O. <laughs> Sandra so O and her partner, um, who I don't, I don't remember the actress's name, but she also was on Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Weird. <laughs> I know. Small world. Yeah. Um, they just got pregnant. Like, like okay. Sandra O's character, Patty, is, is like, newly pregnant, so she can't go on this trip to Tuscany that oh, they were going to no. go on. And so they send um, uh, the main character, Diane Lane, who's, her character's name is Frances. Okay. Um, instead, a, on my this. My dad wanted to name me Frances. That's just Oh, a interesting. Yeah. He just wanted to be able to call his daughter Frankie. Oh, I like that. But my name is Sam, so here we are. I also like like Charlie for Charlotte. Oh but, yeah. Or just you know, name girl Charlie. Who cares? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like the name Charlie. What can I say? Yeah. I um. Uh, so she goes to Tuscany on a gay tour of Tuscany. Oh, fun! Um, I like this. Yeah, because her her friends, her Patty, played by Sandra O, oh, is like, I feel like you're just gonna be miserable forever if we don't do something now right so francis goes to tuscany uh sees a variety of things gets entranced with this woman who's rubbing a duckling against her face it's you know casual italy right i liked that image of this woman just looking completely blissful while rubbing this (laughs) cute little duckling against her face we should have a photo shoot with a duckling oh my god i love ducklings let's go to the park right now okay i once saved a duckling (gasps) But that's a story for another time. Yay. Um, 
So uh, she ends up like stumbling into this like villa that's for sale. Okay. And she buys it. She buys it like casual through like just a chance thing. Like she just happens to be able to buy this villa in Tuscany. And she fucking moves to Tuscany. That's dope. Yeah. And then the rest of the movie is just like bullshit about her (laughs) like building, renovating the house. And then she meets, you know. That's kind of a dream of mine, actually. To renovate a house. To like randomly move somewhere and then just like buy. Yeah. Like a little like a little something with like a plot of land and then just like complete, like just have the means to just completely renovate it to my style. Yeah. I think that is a lot of people's fantasy and that's why people liked the book that this was based Mm -hmm. on. So this, the book, it was based on this memoir by Frances Mays, um, who she and her partner at the time, this guy, Ed, um, uh, bought, a villa in Tuscany and renovated it. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that's what the the book is about. Mm-hmm. And then the movie was rewritten into a rom-com for some reason. Because <laughs> pro- why not? Pro- I don't know. Maybe they so could So who did she fall in love with? I haven't seen this movie in ages. Ooh, Sam. So here's what happens is okay. the movie just keeps dangling these new, like, various guys in okay. front of her. Um, and she... Every new guy she meets, she thinks, oh, is this the beginning of a romantic relationship? Mm-hmm. Is he interested in me? Blah, 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 blah. Every single guy. Same girl, same. Um, anyway. <laughs> and, uh, and her friend, the lady who rubs the duckling against her face, <laughs> she's always wearing like big hats and doing all this, you know. It's Mrs. the lady. Mrs. <laughs> the lady who rubs the duckling against her face. I just want to be clear. I did like the image of her rubbing a duckling <laughs> against her face. I thought it was really nice. Like I could okay. imagine myself being in a market and seeing a, a woman looking really happy yeah. and rubbing a duckling against mm-hmm. her face and, and me her. thinking like, I want to be happy like that. Maybe <laughs> I'll move to Tuscany. Yeah. Um. Anyway, she, she, she thinks that every guy is flirting with her, but really that's just how Italian men are, I okay. guess. In the, the, the movie says that, that right. just everyone flirts. So like it happens multiple times where she'll be talking to a guy and she thinks she's flirt he's flirting yeah. or whatever. And then she'll find out he's married. Like that's fun. It happens multiple times. There's one point where she's talking to a real estate agent uh-huh. telling like her life. So she's like breaking down, telling like her life story. And it just, at some point he just seems like, <laughs> piecing out of the conversation not not really but like right. to me and maybe yeah. I think it might be the actor like, <laughs> like maybe I'm like, I'm done. well yeah because they had him play this like sort of weird like Italian stereotype uh, kind of yeah. thing and it's like this actor probably thought it was like freaking dumb this has nothing uh, to do with the plot of this movie but uh I just as you were going through her failing romantic like mm-hmm. things my <laughs> in my brain I started singing everybody flirts <laughs> and then like it's just a sad montage of all these boys flirting with her yeah. and then like being married or like right married with her. children yeah <laughs> so i just wanted you to know <laughs> we that should that make is that where video. my head is at. i like it yeah we'll make it like one of those youtube like um those compilation yeah. videos that people do of like couples the the word only word i can think of is amv anime music video <laughs> but it'll be like that but not for anime yeah, yeah yeah um so she's telling this guy her real estate agent who's another who's right. like at this point we don't know he's married mm-hmm. yet but um she's telling him all these like deep things mm-hmm. like you know about 
her and being really vulnerable and he right. just looks like for a second like why is she telling me this yeah. and I, it just gets really awkward like she just keeps going like it's totally fine to talk to this like stranger <laughs> exactly she's oversharing and then and then he's like you know if you keep going on like this like you have to cheer up uh-huh. um because if you keep going on like this like I'll have to make love to you and I've never cheated on my wife so she's like oh, what then eventually who says that sorry (laughs) i know italian men i guess i guess um write in italian men tell us is that what you say (laughs) hey uh, hey italian men (laughs) uh uh, wait shit how do you speak italian (laughs) uh buongiorno (laughs) mozzarella it's a pizza you know uh, um and that is what they sound like it was maybe seriously i uh, she gets advice from her friend who rubbed the duckling duckling on her face who's like hey just like stop looking for it like stop chasing after Ooh. it and then it'll come to you you so know she stops um she just accidentally runs into this guy basically and then they have like a brief affair fun yeah He's married no oh they just have just it. yeah sorry okay. just like i a, wasn't sure i needed clarification they sleep together and he's pretty hot pretty hot italian guy yeah um and then but he lives kind of far away like okay. he's just like in town or whatever so he, he lives a couple hours away it, after that mm-hmm. her friend patty played by sandra O, oh, shows up very oh. pregnant is <gasps> like grace left me uh what yeah so now double divorce Movie? Well, yeah. A double divorce movie? Yeah. I don't think they were married. It was 2003. Uh, well, double breakup? But no, but they were from San Francisco. Yeah. How, when did... No, know. when did... When was gay marriage legalized? I wish okay, I knew this. Hey, Google? Hey, Google? <laughs> it's not on. <laughs> of course not. Um. Anyway, they weren't married. They... Uh, they broke up. Yeah. So a double breakup movie. Yeah. And she... They just lived... Now they live in that house. She lives in that renovated house with her oh, and has fine. her baby there. And so Francis makes all these excuses, like never basically doesn't see this guy, Marcello, again uh-huh. until much later when she's like, oh, he's still interested. I got to go show up at his yeah. place. So she goes, shows up at his place. And he's like, I have a girlfriend now. So no. it's just like all this stuff. Um, and I, as a kid, I would have been so mad watching this movie. <laughs> like I'm really, this is the movie that we, almost watch uh, like a hundred times yeah. we're like let's watch the let's watch either serendipity or under the tuscan yeah. sun and then we'd watch serendipity yeah. or like, let's watch some other movie or under and the tuscan, tuscan sun and we, we watch whatever it. movie yeah so this was the first time i saw it but um she i would have been so mad as a kid because i'm like where's the i want a love interest yeah. there's no love story it's just her getting them sh- taken away she from fell her in love with herself Maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> you'd think that's what would happen. What happens is she realizes that she has. Lo- so this whole there's also this like girl next door and a like young Polish worker who helped work in her house and they uh-huh. fall in love. Oh, but cute. like her parents don't approve and blah, blah, blah. Aww. Francis helps them get together and then mm-hmm. they have the wedding at her villa. Oh. And it's really it's cute. But those teen actors teen in quotations <laughs> pretty pretty uh pretty rocky uh, acting there i'd okay. say <laughs> it's like boy. Oh. um 
kind of pulls you right out of it. Yeah. So then she <laughs> she she realizes like, oh, I do have a family here and right. I have a wedding here and that's great. So I guess I have everything I wanted and I'm happy. And then some dude shows up and is like, hey, I'm looking for the American writer who lives here. Um, you reviewed my book. You didn't really like it, blah, blah, blah. But he's like another cute guy. And then like later, and then like in the ending montage or whatever they're they're together yeah Uh, why couldn't we just start there what no you know because she had to find herself first but she didn't barely found herself that is exactly my problem (laughs) with this movie she she looks at every single guy as a potential mate Mm -hmm. and then never stops doing that and then this guy, this ran, then she's like, oh, I have all these other things going for me. Mm-hmm. But she never stops looking at every single, like, guy who's remotely her age as a potential partner. And continues to do that even when she meets this random guy who shows up at her house out of nowhere. And then she does get with him. So it's implied that, like, it's okay to look at everyone as a potential partner. <laughs> I as long as say, you are fulfilled you have family somewhere else in case that doesn't work out <laughs> I have to say though I empathize with her oh I'm not saying I don't do that because I 100% do yeah. but I know that it's not good mm. like I, you can't okay here's here's my problem with this and the and the kind of what it boils down to is that Mm. this woman is like constantly looking for love as this like next big you know thing that's gonna happen to her and um she doesn't stop doing that like even even though she did this big she had this whole fam she like basically built herself a family Mm -hmm. that there's no time spent on how much that meant to her it's just like one brief second Of her being like, oh, I have everything I ever wanted. And then she sits down in a chair and then the guy walks up to her mm. and and she immediately is like, oh, my goodness. But don't you think that's kind of almost a, uh, a byproduct of like 2003 rom-coms? Like, I do feel yeah. that like a lot of those movies, like, I feel like the whole concept of self-love is still new. It's like crazy to think about right. too because like everyone's always been like, oh, you have to love yourself. Like pe- that's, I mean, that's not a new concept that's been around for like ages. Like be yourself. Yeah, we've been saying that forever, right? But like, especially in movies like this, I feel like um, the idea that by the end of the movie, the woman doesn't end up with a man. Mm-hmm. That's like a new, I feel like that's a very new concept. Right, but I don't, I'm not, but I think, you know, these lessons that we learn from yeah. these movies yeah. is like exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. And, and I don't think that like she shouldn't have ended up with anyone, but right. I, or like clearly the story they're trying to tell was her more, her relationship with her herself yeah. and how she got to a place where she could actually have a romantic relationship right. again. She but, stopped looking, quote unquote. But she did for five it. Five seconds. Right. She never <laughs> did. And that's what, I mean, I think that's not necessarily bad. Like some, yeah. it, people are like, you hear people say stuff like, oh, my life wouldn't feel complete if I didn't have kids. I've always wanted kids or whatever. Or like, my life wouldn't feel complete if I didn't do this, blah, blah, blah. Right. But as soon as someone's like, my life wouldn't feel complete if I didn't spend it with a partner. Um, people are like, oh, you shouldn't think that way. Yeah. And I, and I have a lot of trouble with that because I, I want a partner for sure. And I don't want to feel like my life's not complete without one. Yeah. And 
but Francis in the movie yeah. clearly never had that not wanting to feel that way. Mm-hmm. You know, like she just always wanted a partner, which is fine. Right. And then never stopped, never sort of like analyzed that, right? right. As a symptom of. She didn't like go on what? a journey. Not really, no. With herself. Her I journey like was that... like romantic failings. And... Yeah. <laughs> I do feel like um, in, in specifically in like the movies that I watch in this genre, mm-hmm. right? Um, I do want to see some kind of change by the end of it. And to me, in the per- in the character, not necessarily that like, now her whole world is different. Right. I like to see that like they start off one way and because of the events and things that they go through throughout the course of the movie, they are somehow enlightened or changed yeah. or whatever because that's just what I like to watch. Um, and it just doesn't sound like that, that she didn't do any kind of deep soul searching to get to a point. Because like it's one thing right. when, when people are like, well, stop looking. It'll come to you. And then you're like, you know what? You're right. I'm going to focus on this villa that I just fucking bought in Italy. Yeah. Like a and that's boss ass yeah. bitch. You know? And then instead of like looking around every corner to be like, is that a man? Is that a man? Is that a man? Are we going to? Right. And, and they they try to do that. The thing, I think it, what it boils down to is this isn't a good movie. <laughs> and, and it's because you're right. It could have been a lot more satisfying if it didn't care as much about being a rom-com yeah. like a romantic comedy yeah. but they had to focus on her love life so much which by the way none of that is in the book that it's based on because she's already That's so interesting she already has me. like a fiance yeah and there, there's so much stuff that happens in this movie that was like this must have come from a book no <laughs> so basically the book is just her renovating and yeah. soul searching and like living in Italy just renovating the Tuscan villa yeah and all the That's an. Facts. I would watch the shit out of that movie right <laughs> I know, or it's just about that. Yeah. But it wouldn't be a rom com. It would, but it could but... be if it if she has like problems with her like her fiance, and they're like you know yeah. whatever. It wouldn't have been a two thousand three rom com. No, and, but the Let's way we make it right now. Okay, okay, we're gonna remake Under the Tuscan Sun, and we're gonna make it exclusively in L A. in my apartment, <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna play every character. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I I just I think it's I think this movie. For as, I think Diane Lane is good. Yeah. Um, but I think this movie maybe it's just like a relic of its time. Yeah. But I don't think that it's a good movie. Yeah. I I the whole time I was watching it though I thought like my grandma could have written this because just like and I, that sounds like such a weird thing to say but yeah. and I don't mean it in a bad way right. I just mean it's like oh yeah like she's looking for love she finds love at the end. Mm-hmm. Um. With some guy we we didn't learn about because it's not about that. And but like the way people talked, like kind of the witty way that Diane Lane like delivered lines mm-hmm. remind me of my grandma. Uh, Is that weird? I don't know. No. Weird. <laughs> um but also like it was always at my grandma's house when we would watch would, movies like would that. Would watch movies like yeah. that. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's I guess where that's where your grandma got most of her dialogue from right. watching those movies. <laughs> Maybe. She was just actually the reason your grandma's so witty is because she would watch Under the Tuscan Sun while you weren't there. And then when you were there, she just she would just quote lines it. from yeah. yeah. That's why she was always rubbing a duckling against her yes. face. Yes. Uh, see, that's why you <sighs> connected so hard with that image, it Shelby. Makes so much sense oh, now. Gosh. <laughs> you should pay me for the therapy I'm doing. Here. I will. <laughs> Do you take gum yes <laughs> i do in fact <laughs> all right one um, stick per session <laughs> i uh, yeah that anyway th- i just yeah i struggled with 
this yeah. movie too yeah. and and her search for love and yeah for sure and trying to lead a fulfilling life and she did but you could tell there was always like that that um yeah. something missing of having a partner and I don't think it really tackled that at all which I was interested in because mm-hmm. yeah I'm one of those people like I want to have a partner yeah I want to have a long-term partner partner a partner and yeah. it's possible I mean I have a boyfriend now yeah that's great he's a nice guy very nice guy met him very tall. I hope he is tall. I hope it lasts. <laughs> um, but I'm always aware, like, something could happen. Yeah. What if it doesn't? And then I'm alone later. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah. But I've never that's a- very, I think that's, that's a fear that a lot of people have. Yeah. Because, like, as humans, we are social creatures, right? Like, we are not meant like, we can be alone, but we're not meant to be alone all the time. Yeah. And so, especially, like, culturally we've learned that you know relationships are important specific like there's a lot of emphasis that gets put on romantic relationships and and that all makes sense but when you like boil it like you're not the only person who is like terrified of their relationship ending yeah but I mean I would I I think you are one that wouldn't stay in a bad relationship just to no avoid being alone whereas a lot of people would so like you know what I mean? like it's the like, Bradley Cooper character yeah in he's just not that, he's into, just you. Not that into you oh my god speaking of Bradley Cooper <laughs> seg- hey do you see Whoa. my segue this I is a really good yeah. segue so the movie that I did and so is Silver Linings Playbook, mm-hmm. 2012, uh, Bradley Cooper, star, and uh, Jennifer Lawrence mm. from Hunger Games fame. Um, so what I kind of wanted to talk about, so so this is a fresh start movie, but it's actually about Bradley Cooper, so it's Bradley Cooper's fresh start. So quick plot synopsis, right? Um, Bradley Cooper gets put into a mental hospital mm-hmm. after a violent altercation when he found his wife cheating on him with another man. He beat the shit out of that guy um, and had to go. He got put in jail and then they realized he was undiagnosed bipolar. Mm-hmm. So they put him on meds and and put him in uh, a mental facility in Baltimore. This happens in like Philly or somewhere on the East Coast. Somewhere. Um, <laughs> One so, of those places. So it basically starts with him getting out of this facility and he's going back home. Robert De Niro is his dad. So I'm like, hello, what? That's a great father to have. <laughs> um, so he's coming back home and you can tell like he has, you know, he still has issues. Like he's clearly not taking his meds properly. He's not like he's going to therapy, but he's like he he's manic a lot of this movie. Yeah. He like literally reads... Um, Ernest Hemingway. It's like for whom the bell tolls. I don't remember what it is, but he like literally wakes his parents up at like. Is that even it? What is? I don't even know. (laughs) He wakes his parents up at four o'clock in the morning to talk about like to because he hated the book's ending, so he wanted to like tell them at four in the morning why he hated the ending of the book. Yeah. Um. You know. So he's clearly like he's got some issues. Um. So he goes over to dinner at a friend's house. And uh, his friend's wife's sister, so his friend's sister-in-law, uh, comes over, and she's Jennifer Lawrence. And she's kind of weird, too. I 
when I saw this movie in theaters, uh-huh. I mean, I had seen like Hunger Games or whatever, right. so I knew who Jennifer Lawrence right. was. But when she like walked into the scene, yeah. I was just immediately so taken with her, and really? I was like, "Wow, what a presence!" Can I just say, <laughs> the first time I ever saw this movie, this was a while ago, I hated it. I did not <laughs> like this movie. Yeah, and I don't remember why. I just remember I watched it one time, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? I don't want this anymore." I watched it again today for this. It's so funny. Yeah. It's stupid how funny this movie is. I like it. Yeah, because it's like you have two very blunt people being blunt with each other. But it's like the like, <laughs> like at one point she's like, um, they like leave dinner. She's like, take me home. And so they leave and she's like telling him all this stuff. And she was like, well, I'll let you fuck me if you turn the lights off. And so and he's like, what? No, I'm married. And she's like. And she's like, yeah, so am I. And he's like, your husband's dead. Yeah. So it's like this very like weird, <laughs> weird, weird, weird banter that they have. Um, <laughs> it is a fun take on like ban- um, rom-com banter. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really funny because you have these two people who are clearly suffering from like different mental health issues. So you have someone who's bipolar. And then I think when I was reading it, they were saying that um, Jennifer Lord's character, Tiffany, um, was probably a borderline personality disorder. Mm. Um, and then you have, like, Robert De Niro's, like, OCD. Yeah. You know, like, they all have some kind of, like, issue. So, basically, he's not allowed to go near his wife because she has a restraining order against him. Um, so, he tries to get Tiffany to deliver a letter to his wife. Uh, and she says, fine, I'll do it if you compete in this dance thing that my dead husband never wanted to compete in- with me in. Um, and he's like, no, I don't want to dance. And he, she's like, well, you have to do it or else I'm not doing it. So they embark on this long journey where they <laughs> there are dance, dance. There's a dance montage. Dance montage. I love a dance montage. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. So it's like he he's having this fresh start. Um, and then hold on. I have to. This, yeah. I open wrote, those I notes. notes. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so one of the really the really interesting things that kind of brought me back to this whole like fresh start concept but also just like in relationships right so there's a moment they have this dinner scene um that's when he first meets you know jennifer lawrence but he's talking to his friend i don't remember what his friend's name is i don't care um and his friend's like oh yeah like you know it's really cheap to buy a commercial property like blah 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 you can flip it make it good whatever um and then in the process of this conversation basically like breaks down to bradley cooper and is like I'm so unhappy. Like, I don't know what my life is. He's like, I feel like I'm being choked all the time and like, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) But on the outside, he's like living this very kind of perfect life. Right. You also find out that, you know, before this whole incident with his wife cheating on him and like this violent outburst and him doing really crazy shit that he was like also trying to be. And even throughout the entire movie, he's trying to be what his wife wants. So like every time he talks to Jennifer Lawrence about his wife, he's like, oh, she just wanted me to like lose weight and like get over my anger, like control my emotions. He's like, well, I lost weight. I'm I'm getting, you know, I'm controlling. So he's like constantly trying to like be this idea of like, you know, what she wants and all this stuff. So it's like, but on the flip side of that, like this guy, this, uh, this friend's not happy in his marriage, um, whether that's his fault or whether that's just like situational i don't know um but bradley cooper by the end of the movie realizes because this whole movie he's like nikki 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 that's his wife right uh he's like oh i'm gonna get her back i'm gonna get her back i'm gonna get her back and then she comes to the dance competition that 
him and Jennifer Lawrence are in. And um, he talks to her briefly, but like right before that scene, he had realized that Jennifer Lawrence is actually the one who wrote the letter back to him. He thought it was from his wife and it's not it was from her Mm. and so he realizes that he's actually like into her even though he keeps claiming that he's not yeah um so then he like finds her and they get into this he's like no i just i need you to read this letter it's the last one and she's like you're you know you're fucked up why would you make me do this blah 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 (laughs) so he gives her the letter and she reads it and it's addressed to her and they're in the middle of the street and it's really it's a really cute moment i'm not gonna lie um and so she reads this letter about how you know he says that he knows it was her that wrote the letter um, and that, you know, he's been realizing that he is in love with her and that he, you know, he wants to be with her. Right. But he doesn't want Nikki. He wants to be with her. Um, so then I kept coming back to this idea of like, OK, first of all, there's someone for everyone. Right. You've got <laughs> these two just very interesting characters. Right. And there's a really funny moment because like Bradley Cooper in the beginning, he goes running. And so he's like on his run and Jennifer Lawrence is like running and she like they like run into each other basically. And he's like, well, what are you doing here? I'm running. And she's like, well, this is my neighborhood. I'm running. He goes, no, run the other way. And she's like, no, this is my neighborhood. I'm running this way. So then it's like five minutes of her just like running after him <laughs> because he's like, leave me alone. And she's like, no, I'm running. Um, so it's like this really weird dynamic. Um, but it just works for yeah. them for some reason. Um, so the the whole fresh start, right? Um, it's almost like you can't. So I kept thinking about this because originally I was going to do a different movie. Um, and I kept coming back to this idea of like, you can't run away from your past. Like fresh starts, especially in movies like this, it's always like, I'm a new person. I'm yeah. going to be, this is going to be great. And I'm going to like have all these friends now and I'm going to do all these things or whatever. I'm going to you know, escape my old town or do whatever. Um, but a lot of these movies and this one included, you can't really run from who you are. Right. So you are who you are. There's no like blank slate. There's no such thing as a blank slate. You still have, you're still a collection of your experiences. Right. Like there's no, there's literally no way to undo that, you know? Um, so in this one, I was like, you know, when you start to embrace kind of who you are, um, and realize that, yeah, like you, I mean, it's good that Bradley Cooper wanted to do better, right? Because yeah. obviously he has like a serious mental illness that he has to deal with. You know, he right. has to take his medication because he has it, to go to therapy. He can be violent. Like, yeah, he can hurt himself or others. Yeah. And that, that's, you know, one of the scary things about like mania like that. Yeah. Um, manic episodes. Yeah. It's like, and there's a really sad scene. Um, where he's like kind of going he's in in an episode and uh his mom comes in his mom's trying to calm him down but he ends up accidentally like you know throwing his hand back and kind of hitting her and she falls to the floor and then robert de niro comes in and he's like what are you doing like your mother's on the blah 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 right so then he like goes to hit bradley cooper and then bradley cooper hits him back and he somehow is able to get him on the bed uh robert de niro is able to like pin uh yeah Cooper on the bed and like try to hold his arms but they're both like beating the shit out of each other yeah. and then the cops get called because obviously like there's this crazy commotion so I think I mean the movie's really I didn't like it originally but then as I guess as an adult because what was I in 2012 a child probably <laughs> um I think like now I can appreciate the the subtleties of what was going on or like what was 
um, what story they were trying to tell. Right. I think I was looking for a traditional rom-com originally when I wanted to watch okay. this movie and I just didn't get that. And I was like, oh, I don't like There this. was weird stuff going on. Yeah. I was like, uh, yeah. it's called Katniss Everdeen. Like, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want this other nonsense. Like what's happening? <laughs> um, <clears throat> but now as an adult, <laughs> I can watch it again and realize that like, you know, these are two people like these are two people both looking for a fresh start. You have someone who just came out of a, a mental health facility and then mm-hmm. you have someone who's husband just died yeah you know so you have these two people and they're a little kooky and they're just looking to like you know fill the void right Um, (laughs) and they're able to find each other and even though at first it's very like no I don't want this or like no get away from me you know that kind of weird relationship they they realize that like they actually are really good together yeah um and I mean you know when this movie came out well, there's a lot about mental illness in it, right? Yes. And it's not all handled no. great. No. <laughs> and and I think a lot of people complained about it sort of sending the message that like love will cure your mental it illness. Will. <laughs> and and I think you can choose to see it that way and it's you know, definitely there. I in choose the to text. see it as like there, like I said, there's someone for everyone. Right. Am I saying that Bradley Cooper and also Jennifer Lawrence don't need to seek help for their legitimate issues? No, they should do that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like they definitely have a connection and they definitely bring something yeah. out in one another. And that to me is, it's so cute. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, yeah. But like, they're still in love. Like that's right. really cute. They do have they have good chemistry. They do, I and think. they've worked on like eighty million movies together at this point. It's um, so he's way older than she is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and you want to know what I found out? This is completely off topic, but I was very upset that this was produced by the Weinstein Company. Oh. I was like, oh no! I like read it in the trivia. It was like uh, originally Jennifer Lawrence's character was gonna be more goth looking. Yeah, that's why she like dyed her hair. Yeah, um, you know she wore like you know more like darker clothing and like all this other stuff. But then like Weinstein saw it and was like, no, I don't like it. And they made her. I mean, she looks like a normal person. Like she doesn't look. Yeah, not, they didn't do not anything. abnormal yeah. like those goths. Yeah, not those weird... No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, I do not want to offend the goth community. No. But no, she just looks like, you know, she's just wearing regular clothes. So they didn't... They were just like, no, we're not doing it. And yeah. they were like, whatever, okay, bye. But when I read that, I was like, Harvey, no! Harvey, no, get out of here. Why, are you, of here. why are you ruining my podcast experience? Stop interfering! <laughs> Yes. Um, also, you know, all that other stuff you did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, I think that we need to talk about mental health more. Because I think that was another thing about this movie is that people were like, whoa, mental health? Yeah. <laughs> like in 2012. What I guess, is that? People, I mean, people, I feel like are talking about it a lot more now than yeah. they were in, in 2012. Yeah. Oh yeah, for but you sure. still get even. I'll I'll talk to like older people sometimes, yeah, who are still just blown like blown away, or like they think of depression or mm-hmm. you know yeah like bipolar as this certain thing, and they don't really know what it, they're like. Oh wow, you have depression. I guess yeah. you got to be hospitalized or yeah. whatever. It's like you don't know what you're talking about. I think culturally too, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't translate either. So like I'm, 
I have a, from a Latin background and um, even my sister who is younger than me, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've said things like, oh, well, you know, like I'm, I'm depressed. Like I, I yeah. have, you know, this is just, you know, something that I deal with. And she's like, well, what do you have to be depressed about? And I'm like, that's, that's not, not how, how it works. works. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, let, but yes, let's have that conversation, sister. Yeah. Let me tell you what it's about. Um, so yeah, I think it is definitely something that like a lot of people don't understand. And, and if I'm going to be completely honest, like I don't know that much about bipolar um, mm-hmm. disorder. I do know that you have like your depressive episodes and your manic episodes and people, you know, it's like you know it you can't really find a balance a lot of the time well there's also different kinds so there's bipolar one and bipolar two. Oh, that's right um bipolar one usually has more I was severe a psych major once. highs and lows oh <laughs> no i'm not even kidding yeah no, i really was <laughs> you just don't remember so I no think, but i don't I'm remember pretty sure, that i so focus I think, more on eating disorders but yeah, yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. like bradley cooper in his i think bipolar two is a lot more common um okay. bradley cooper in the movie i'm pretty sure is has bipolar, bipolar one. Oh, okay um, because his manic episodes get like a real yeah they real manic yeah um and i think bipolar 2 the manic episodes are more like hypomanic where it's just like talking really fast lots of energy Mm -hmm. maybe not sleeping Mm -hmm. but but not like to the extent that that he like a lot of some people who have hypomania have just been like i'm just like really charming <laughs> like and that's what, like they talk it's about. not a disorder it's just people love me <laughs> right um so so it's interesting to think about uh like if you've ever someone in a manic state um i think there are other shows too like i think um the show homeland okay. i'm pretty sure she has manic episodes in oh. it uh, from what i understand because i'm pretty sure i heard like a video clip of her like she said she watched like youtube videos of people who were in uh who were in the middle of manic episodes uh-huh. to see like how they were acting and right. stuff which i do think is interesting i think mania is something people don't know a lot about right um And I could talk about this for a while because I'm going to get on the topic of like Kanye West. Oh my gosh. Who's like, he doesn't want to be treated for his bipolar that he has. Yeah. (laughs) And um, that's always fun. Well, yeah, but then like a lot of people, like a lot of people are like, whoa, Kanye's doing all this crazy stuff. It's like, yeah, he's like in the middle of a manic episode. What's crazy to, I don't, I'm not going to say crazy. I'm not, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, wrong choice of words, folks. Uh, No, what, what is interesting as well is that um, in that dinner scene in Silver Linings Playbook, when they're talking, uh, Jennifer Lawrence is like, oh yeah, well like what meds are you on? So they go and he's like, yeah, but I don't take them because they make me all foggy and she's yeah. like yeah I was on this one and this one too but you're right it just like it uh, dulled my edge so I was like no I'm not gonna take them anymore so they're like actively talking about how they both have issues yeah that need medication to be treated and they're both not taking them and they're just <laughs> like yeah I don't take that like whatever right casual but that is a, a thing I mean I don't know. I got real lucky and like the first medication they put me on mm-hmm. once they like up the dose mm-hmm. to the second level, like worked really well for yeah. me. That's not the usual thing. Like most people t- have to go on. It's a, a lot of like, trial you're, and Yeah, error. trial and error to find the right combination of stuff. Yeah, medicine is so scientific. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure I read an article about how SR- SSRIs might just be placebo. <laughs> what's going on <laughs> yeah great let's i 
I'm not a mental health professional. Neither am so, I. I should. Yeah, we should. Just because I was a psych major, right. mean that I still know. Anything. I should probably stop trying to talk like I know anything about any of this. No. But if anyone wants something. to correct me, you know, yeah, write, write in. Yeah, write Enlighten in. Enlighten us. Please. Are you a licensed psychologist and or psychiatrist? And uh, donate to um, <laughs> the Depression and Bipolar Support Alliance. Yeah. DBSA is a worthy charity. Yeah. I have donated to them. Good. It's great. I like it. Anyway, back to the movie. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, yeah. I think this concept, I mean, like just bringing it back um to, to me, I guess. Um, <laughs> I don't suffer from a severe mental uh, illness or issue. Um, thank God. <laughs> um, but Just a mild one. Just a mild <laughs> occasional seasonal depression slash actual depression sometimes. Uh, but I'm working on it. Um, so, like, I can't identify with kind of that aspect of the movie. Um the one thing that struck me a lot that I thought was, I was just like, oh, same girl, same. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's me. Um, was just the whole, uh, the, it was almost like the, there's this moment where Jennifer Lawrence talks about, it's like uh, when they make their deal, right? Uh, and then he's there and she's like, okay, well, what am I getting out of it? She was like, I do everything for everyone I am constantly giving and what do I get in return I get nothing I'm not perfect like my sister who's Julia Stiles by the way that's (laughs) that's who plays her sister in this movie um who I love uh and she's like I'm not perfect like her I don't get what I want like her I you know I give and I give and I give and then nobody (laughs) gives me anything and I'm like did I write this (laughs) is this you wrote her speech. I wrote her speech. <laughs> Thank God. You dreamed it into life. Yes, I did. I sent it to the universe. Um, because that I think that is, it, it's an interesting, because in this movie, that relationship is very, it feels very one-sided. It feels like yeah. Bradley Cooper's getting a lot. She's doing a lot for she's him. She's doing a lot for him. And I think it's mostly because she finds him weirdly interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just like, oh, hey, who's this guy? You know? Like, you can tell from the minute she walks in the room the first time, like, there's like a spark and then yeah. that spark kind of leads her to, um, you know, give too much of herself uh, to this guy. And I, I think it's also kind of a project for her. Yeah. I mean, uh, throwing yourself into a project who is a person yeah. is a whole lot easier sometimes. And, than working and on your own stuff. Exactly. And so it's a really good distraction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she even talks about how she got fired from her job because she just slept with everybody. Yeah. You know, like that was her, that was her coping thing. So she gets fired. So now what? Then right. She meets this guy and she's like, oh, oh, I'm going to not help him, but seek like help him, but not help him with his wife and his marital issues. Yeah. So that, you know. And then she, that's when she wagers in like the whole dance thing. Cause she's like, I've always wanted to do this and he would never do it with me. <laughs> so you're going to do it with me. Also sports come into play. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's that whole, <laughs> the whole football subplot. Well, yeah, because Robert De Niro has that, has OCD yeah. and he thinks that like, oh, if you're not sitting in the exact position and then they're going to, the, the uh, Eagles, the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, that the Eagles are going to lose and 
blah, blah, blah. And then uh, he blames Jennifer Lawrence's character. He's like, she's the reason you're not here. This is why we're losing. And then she comes in. That's actually a really funny yeah. moment. She's like, first time we hung out. Eagles won over the blah, blah, blah. This to yeah. this. And then she's like, second time. These people won. These people won. She's like, every single time we've hung out, they've won. What happened? You sent your son to this game and he didn't. He was supposed to meet me and he didn't meet me. And you think you guys lost, you know, like yeah. it's, it's your fault. Like he should have been here and then he, <laughs> they would have won. She just like play, like played him so yeah. hard. Cause yeah. she's like, Oh, this, I'm going to use your superstition yeah. to get Bradley yeah. Cooper to hang out with me. <laughs> so funny. And then she's like, cause the, I think the Eagles were playing the giants mm-hmm. and she's like, what's the state motto or like, what's the motto of New York city or whatever. And it's like Excelsior, which is Bradley Cooper's, like motto yeah. uh coming out of this like rehab facility or whatever um and she's like excelsior why would you send a guy to a game when <laughs> like the opposing team has the same motto as him she was like that was dumb uh but then they bet and win everything back so everything's kosher. everything so everything's okay yeah Everything wow. turns out okay. I kind of want to watch the movie again now. It's really fun. It's, <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. Like, the banter. And, and you're right. They kind of played, um, you know, that t- typical rom-com banter. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of turned it on its head and added, you know. They just made it. It's, it's so funny how blunt they are with each other. Yeah. Because there are so many moments where he's like, I don't want to have sex with you. <laughs> he's like, stop. I'm not going to have sex with you. Yeah. And you're just like. Yep, there it is. Nice. That whole the running scene's really funny too. <laughs> um, so yeah, I didn't think this was a rom com, but I laughed a lot. So here we are. I mean, it's got romance and it's got comedy. Right. I just didn't think it was that funny the first <laughs> right. time I saw it. So I was like, "There's no way that this is gonna be like funny." Hmm. And then it was, and I was like, "Oh, congrats, me picked a good one." Well, I hope that I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably gonna watch Under the Tuscan Sun when I get home. You should. <laughs> Just because I, uh, I'm not even kidding. The whole idea of renovating my own villa—that's yeah, all I want. Yeah, I think in my you'd life. be into that. It's like that movie on Netflix, falling, falling in, in love. love. I thought about doing that one too. That's a good one. <laughs> but yeah, I figured I should do something more well. I think uh, Christina Milian in that movie reminds me of myself. Oh, yeah. Well, where I would just drunkenly enter a contest and then win and be like, okay, guess I'm moving to New Zealand. Bye. I'd visit you. I want to go to New Zealand. Yes. And then I'd get my cute little Kiwi boy. Oh, in love. Yeah. Uh, but only if you stop looking. Well, yeah. She's, she's very actively not looking. Right. Because she has her like boyfriend back in. Or yeah. Whatever, that they start asshole out like ex-boyfriend. Hating. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> We'll talk about that some other time. Yes. This has been fun. Yes. Uh, Next week, everyone join us. We had our fans on Instagram vote on the next movie we're going to talk about. We did. It was so much fun. We did a two, we did a two round, you know, vote. And then the winners from those rounds Mm -hmm. got to battle it out against each other head to head. And the winner was. By a landslide. By a, yes, is how to lose a guy in 10 days. So we're revisiting McConaughey next week. Yes. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) Uh, Oh, gosh. The things that that man in that movie does to Mike. Wait, in Magic Mike? or No, in no. How to in Lose a, a Guy. How to Lose a Guy. Honestly, Magic Mike too. But <laughs> How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, that's like, that's 
primo McConaughey yeah, primo rom-com. McConaughey content. Well, I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, I haven't watched so that movie excited. since. Thank I was you a kid. guys so much for voting. I was very excited that mm-hmm. people actually voted. I was so happy. And if you're not following us on Instagram, follow us at the Rom Complex. Yes, we just reached a hundred followers, Woo! so I'm very excited about Party. it. Party. Yes. Um, you don't want to miss out on any future polls or yes. votes. Yes. Yes, and we uh. also just created a Twitter account. What? Yes, we are on Twitter at the Rom Complex. Woo! <laughs> so we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. You can email us at theromcomplex at gmail.com if you have any questions mm-hmm. or want to correct us on any of our mental health facts. <laughs> Throw a paper plane into the air. Yes. Maybe that'll get to us. So whisper a secret into the wind. Train a pigeon. Train a pigeon. To it, come to our house tell specifically. It, tell it our names. It'll be able to find yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how pigeons work. Those are all the ways you can reach us. <laughs> Um, and as we say here and in Under the Tuscan Sun, they don't say this, but I feel like it's at the heart of the movie, Yes, is that you should keep falling in love with yourself. Bye. Bye.